Hi, my loves. It's your girl Alice dropping in on a Wednesday. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast, What the F Am I Doing? And on this podcast, we talk about all things relational psychology with a dash of spirituality. If you want to unshackle yourself from your own personal limitations, heal your relational wounds, and transform and transcend into a new and better version of yourself, then this is the place for you. Today, I'm going to be talking about all things self-improvement and spirituality and how too much of either one of these things can become toxic as well. Um, Specifically, I'm going to be talking about my own personal experience and journey when it comes to self-help and the, uh, the spiritual sphere. And then we're going to dive into, you know, um, how much self-help can become toxic or how much spirituality or spiritual information can become toxic. And then lastly, we're going to finish it off with, you know, how to avoid falling into these pitfalls. How do you not turn self-help or spirituality into a toxic attachment that you have? But before I get started, a really quick disclaimer, I am not a therapist, I am not a licensed counselor of any sort, I'm just here sharing with you guys my personal experiences and personal evolution and what I've learned on my own journey. So let's get started. (laughs) So let's rewind back to I think four years ago when I first had my spiritual awakening and when I had my spiritual awakening it was as if that it was as if my whole self concept kind of crumbled and deteriorated and died with it and this new self a new version of me was I was slowly rebuilding and restructuring and while I was doing this of course I started reading a lot. I started watching a lot of videos from, oh, that was my email. Um, I started watching a lot of um, teachers talk about, you know, how to become a better person and, you know, how would you possibly change your daily habits? How do you transform yourself and all these wonderful things? And, you know, in the beginning, it was like, I felt like I was like a rabbit. I was constantly go, go, going. (laughs) And it was like the faster that I could retain the information, the better I felt about myself. And not only just retaining the information, but actually putting it into practice and seeing how slowly and gradually it really transformed my life internally. Um, I saw the most changes internally rather than externally. I think externally, if you were a part of my life, you would see that I was still living the same life. I still had a stable job. I was still living at home with my family. But internally, I had kind of broken out of this little mold that I had created for myself or that others had created for me. And it was really, really nice. And... um. It was just really nice and wonderful to see that there was actually so much more potential within me that I could expand on and that I could um, kind of adventure into. But then after a while, I started noticing a lot of content in the social media space. And a lot of this content 
was around you know the grind life you know grind it out um a lot of people spending not only their nine to five jobs working but after work they would do their side hustle and it was there was this kind of hustle culture that came into fruition and that was that was in the self-development self-improvement portion and in spirituality i started seeing a lot of content creators um, talk about you know manifestation and how it works and there's all these methods that you can manifest your dream life into reality and blah 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 blah, blah. and of course there is good information out there and there's also bad misinformation out there and I think a lot of people who start their personal journey in self-development and spirituality tend to fall in these traps where you almost get overloaded with with too much information that you can't it's not that you're trying to follow a specific specific path but you just feel very very overwhelmed and out of control and at times you may even feel depressed because you feel like wow I have so much of this information at the tip of my fingers but I can't execute anything properly and I can't absorb anything properly because there's just way too much out there and I don't actually know what's right and what's wrong and so within my journey like I found that it happened to me too and I think the reason the most important reason why I wanted to create this episode is because I want like if you are someone who is just starting off in your self-help self-development journey or you are someone that just recently started dabbling in spirituality and all the amazing content there is online, this is kind of like an episode for you to give you a forewarning that there are some things that you do have to be careful of and be mindful and aware of because it's a very slippery slope (laughs) from having good healthy experiences and learning opportunities with self-help and spirituality and toxic attachment to self-improvement and spirituality. So let's go over some of the things that um, can become toxic if you are taking in too much self-help information or spirituality related information. Number one thing I have to bring up is the fact that there is a never-ending world of self-help and healing. I think it's almost like a trend. I don't know if it would be a trend or a theme right now in our generation, but it seems like there is never enough self-help and there's never enough healing done. And this is good in a way, but it also implies that you are not a whole person you are always not going to be enough and you always constantly need fixing and if you don't have a goal or if you don't have a target to work towards then you are wasting your life and you are wasting your potential or that um you're not making good use of your life and of your time and that is just simply not true I really encourage those of you that are, you know, stepping into the self-development world to realize that, yes, it is amazing and wonderful to know that we have so many resources and 
tools and information knowledge online that we can use to our advantage but know know that there will always be more you can do for yourself but that doesn't inherently mean that you are not enough and that doesn't mean that just because you're not retaining every single piece of information you come across it means that you are wasting it or you are not taking good advantage of it Um, my thing is that a lot of people will set goals and goals essentially make you feel and I was talking to one of my favorite people (laughs) at my workplace right now Claire if you're listening (laughs) Um, and we were talking about how you know sometimes we set these goals and these goals are constantly moving for in a forward motion and then we always feel like we're never there because we're constantly moving forward too and so it almost feels like the goalpost is always changing and evolving and there is a sense of what's the point um, mentality when it comes to reaching or trying to obtain a goal and I think the biggest thing you have to focus on more so than what your goal is is the process focus on the process that will get you to your goal because if you are not and I don't even have I'm not even saying that you have to enjoy the process I think a lot of content creators these days push on the idea that um enjoy the process like that's the most important thing rather than try to obtain your goal like enjoy the process and focus on the process and that is that is a good way of thinking about things but honestly in most cases and for most people the process is not easy the process is not fun the process is hard the process is uncomfortable the process is everything that is just not comfortable And so it's very hard to also enjoy the process when you already know that that the goal you're trying to obtain is feels so far and so just hard to reach. So rather than, you know, saying to yourself, okay, enjoy the process, like this is my goal and I want to enjoy the process when I get there. um, Don't think about it that way. Rather just um, think of it as just a stepping stone, right? Like every stepping stone... uh, is is another little benchmark toward your goal but don't force yourself to have to enjoy every stepping stone because there are certain stepping stones that you're going to cross over that you're going to be like yeah that was that was amazing and I feel fulfilled and there are certain stepping stones where you're like I just don't want to have to deal with this so that's that um it was sorry it was it's kind of a mess right now in terms of like how I'm trying to lay out my points, but that's one thing that I think is really important, which is again, just to reiterate, um, self-help and healing is important and, and (laughs) it's never ending. So as much as you want to absorb as much self-help content as you can, as much as you, you want to heal your own personal traumas, know that even if you're not doing self-help stuff 24-7 and even if you're not healing 24-7 that is okay and it doesn't mean that you're stuck where you are forever and also on top of that is that 
setting goals is wonderful, but realize that the process is more important than you setting the goal itself and that not enjoying every process that you're in is okay. You don't have to force yourself to enjoy every single process. Number two is, you know, there is a lot of unregulated content and misinformation on the internet. And this is something that I don't know if there's a way that I can teach you this besides tell you that you just have to learn how to discern what is true and what is false. And I think when I say this, there is sort of a nuance to it in the sense that like, what works for you doesn't work for someone else, right? What you think is correct information may not feel correct for somebody else, but you get to determine that. So if, for example, if someone teaches you like a content creator on TikTok, for example, someone teaches you on TikTok how to manifest a guy into your life, like how to attract a certain guy into your life those methods and what they're teaching you could be completely misinformation and false information and just not a healthy way to attract a man into your life and not a healthy way to manifest a man into your life. But you have to realize that even though that's misinformation, it could be useful for you in your scenario or it could be beneficial to you in some way. So... I guess what I'm really trying to say is like if it works for you then that's great and that's fine but realize that there is a lot of unregulated content out there and there is a lot of misinformation out there and I just want you to be fully I guess aware and careful that you're not um I think it's so hard to explain this because I think we always want to be right And so, for example, like if I learn something online and I try to explain it to somebody else and they don't agree with me, I'm just like, okay, well, you don't agree with me. That's fine. But that's because you're stupid. No, that's not that's not true. And that's not right, because what you're absorbing and what you're learning on the Internet could be false, could really be not true. But you just are in your little bubble in your mind that, okay, if this person is supposedly a guru, then everything they say must be true. So you just have to be a little bit careful with what you're learning online and how you are pushing your friends or family to kind of understand it. Because sometimes it's not about being right or wrong. It's more about what works for you and what doesn't for others. And number three is that too much self-help and too much spirituality can be very addicting and addictive because every time you learn something, I think we get into these like patterns where every time we learn something or every anytime we have a self-revelation about something or anytime we read something and it resonates so deeply within us, we have this like either light bulb moment or this like inspired hit or motivated motivated hit. These things are great, but people do get addicted to this this feeling of 
ah, like aha moments. And it's almost like a like a dopamine hit you get from it, right? So you also have to be fully self-aware and mindful that the things that you're learning and you're absorbing on the internet, like you're not you're learning it and you're practicing it because it's making your life better. You're not learning it and practicing it because you're trying to get something out of it in a mm, in an addictive and unhealthy way where like you can't go a single day without watching a self-help video. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that's an aspect that could become toxic, which is the addiction of self-help and spirituality. Another way self-help or spiritual information can become toxic is when um, we have this guilty consciousness. <laughs> and I am a victim of this. <laughs> it's like you have this mentality that like it's all on you to create these changes in your life. So if you're not doing something about it with all the information you have, then clearly you are wasting it. You are... Um, not using your full potential and you will amount to nothing and you will change nothing in your life because you're not constantly working on yourself. And this guilty consciousness is very toxic because that is the opposite of what self-love and self-healing wants to teach you, right? Like, Guilty, like the fact that you feel guilty about having all these informations at your fingertips and you not utilizing it comes from a patriarchal, dom masculine energy um, way of thinking where we, cons- we feel like we need to always do something about it. We can't just be. We can't just be in our feminine being. We have to constantly do and constantly achieve and constantly create and constantly build. That is what causes us to have these guilty consciousness um, mindsets when we aren't constantly working on ourselves. So that is a trap you definitely have to be watch out and be careful of and notice within yourself. Like, do you ever feel guilty when you're not listening to some sort of self-help podcast? Do you feel guilty when you go a month without reading a book? Because I surely have felt that way before and I had to check myself and I had to ask myself, well, why is it that I constantly feel like I need to learn more and more and that it really comes from a place of just being so conditioned in this masculine masculine energy where I can't allow myself to just be. Be who I am and accept where I am and accept what it is that I am going through right now. Number five is that there comes to a point where you might start learning a lot of things, either about yourself or about other people, and you start to see yourself as if you were on a pedestal because now you know so much more and that the people around you who maybe are not as conscious or aware as you, you start to see them as someone who was lower than you and down the hierarchy. Uh, This one, I've definitely 
played a part in. I know there was a time when I was with my ex and I was learning so much about human psychology and I would just like share information with him and he wouldn't understand it. And it felt good that he didn't understand it because now I have something that I was supposedly an expert in, which is not really true. I was never an expert in any of these topics. It's just that I was very, very um, into learning about it and somehow retained a lot of knowledge about it. But that does not mean that I am better than people who are not as self-aware. That does not mean that I'm better than people who are not as mindful as I am. And this is this is definitely something you have to watch out for in yourself because this is pretty much the ego speaking through you, right? The ego always needs to compare themselves with other people. The ego always needs to feel on top. And even though you know so much more now that you've done your own self help work and your own personal healing work that does not make you better than anybody else and that does not give you the right to put anybody down who isn't doing all the self-help stuff or spiritual stuff that you are doing Um, another way that self-help and spirituality can become toxic is the fact that a lot of people will think that there is a one-size-fits-all method, which just means that if this works for me or if this teacher or guru is teaching this about something, then this must be how everybody should be doing it and how everybody should be learning it. And that is not true. There is no one-size-fits-all in the self-development, self-help, spirituality sphere. It's very, very subjective and really, really dependent on who you are, what kind of background you have, what you're currently going through in life. Every method that you learn online, every tool or resource you receive online is not necessarily going to work for everybody. And in relation to this, I do want to talk about archetypes and labels. So... If you guys know about attachment styles and archetypes from human design, you know that there have been a lot of um, teachers online who will pretty much tell you, like, if you do this quiz, you can find out what attachment style you are or what archetype you are in human design. And those things are wonderful and they do help you get to know yourself better or it also helps you relate to other people who are similar to you. But you have to realize that these are not solid labels and these are not um, useful when you are trying to redefine or relearn who you truly are. The reason why I say this is because sometimes when we get when we, when we resonate with something, we become really firmly attached to that label and then it becomes who we are. And that's just not true. I can say, like I can do a quiz and the quiz will tell me, oh, you are an anxious attach- attachment style. That may be true in certain aspects of my relationship with myself and to others, but that doesn't mean that is who I am in its totality. 
And so when you are doing these online quizzes and when you are understanding certain parts about yourself, do make sure you realize that this is just a little glimpse or a little hint into what who you are as a person, but it it is not a guideline to show you who you are in in its entirety. You are more than your archetype. You are more than your attachment style. And also you can break out of these archetypes and attachment styles. So just because I'm anxious attachment does not mean that I will always be an anxious attachment. I can change that and have the power to change that. So realize that you're not stuck in one label just because you do a quiz from an expert that put out a quiz. And number seven, um, another way that self-help and self-development and spirituality can become toxic is if you're reading and absorbing a lot of this information and content online, but you're not actually putting it to use at all. And you can buy all the online courses that are being offered online these days. You can read all the books that are being recommended to you these days. You can listen to all the fucking podcasts that are being recommended to you these days. But if you're not practicing any of these things that you are actually learning, you are pretty much being busy for nothing. You might feel like you are busy in a very productive way because you're constantly absorbing knowledge. But if you're not actually practicing any of the things that you are learning, at the end of the day, you can say to yourself, I understand something, but it's different to say that I understand and know it because knowing it means that you've practiced it with the knowledge that you've retained. Whereas understanding it is just you have retained the knowledge, but you haven't done anything with it. Number eight is, um, sorry, I'm just like reading what I wrote because I've got a few really good points and I just want to make sure I'm clarifying them all correctly. Um, okay. Yeah. This one kind of relates to a previous point that I talked about where spirituality and self-help can become toxic when there is so much information. Like there is an overwhelming plethora of information. And sometimes one information you learn from one teacher will conflict completely with another teacher. And again, this is where you have to practice your own discernment. What one teacher teaches and what the other teaches does not invalidate one another, right? So if I teach you something and somebody else teaches you something differently, it doesn't mean that my way doesn't work. It doesn't mean that my way is not right, but it just depends on how you practice it and what works for you. So realize that it's okay to feel overwhelmed at times because there's so much information online these days. It's okay if you are following several teachers that are teaching very much different things that kind of conflict with each other what you have to decide for yourself is what works the best for you which teachers do you resonate with the most and for me I used to be like the type of person where I wanted to absorb everything right so I would follow 30 different teachers and all 30 teachers some taught the same things some taught things that were completely different but they all taught something that I found value in. But I started to notice that some of these teachers that I really, really loved 
were their content was very very polar opposite from one another and I became very conflicted and I didn't know what to do and so I was trying to like blend the two together because they were both equally important to me so I felt like in order for me to actually learn and grow and become a better person I need to like use everything that I'm learning and that's simply not true um, because when I did that I just became more overwhelmed and more um I just I just had a hard time discerning what was what felt right in my body because there's some teachers that will teach you certain things and you'll realize and you'll try it out for yourself and you'll realize that this is not my this does not work for me and so you really have to learn how to be able to discern you know what information is feels good in my body feels right to me to practice and oh and right now sorry I just suddenly got a call um and right now for me is I used to follow 30 teachers and now I literally only follow three and these are the top three teachers that um complements one another for me and they bring a different type of value into my life but they're all amazing content creators and I look look up to them for information and revelations but I'm no longer trying to stuff myself with 30 teachers knowledge from 30 different teachers because that will always do the opposite of what you want it to do <laughs> number nine is ah, this one oh so many emails coming in today for some reason um just give me one sec i need to turn off my email thing because it's just kind of distracting i will be right back okay sorry guys um, I finally turned off my email notification so it's not spamming every single time I'm recording. Back to what we were talking about. Um, another way that spirituality and self-help or self-development can become very toxic is when we use it to bypass our emotions, when we try to use it to bypass what we need to actually look straight into the eye of um that could be like taking ayahuasca for those that don't know ayahuasca is a type of plant medicine that a lot of people will go to the i'm gonna say rainforest but it's you, you can go to places like costa rica um to take ayahuasca and pretty much it helps a lot of people transform and transcend their lives um, if they're working through some deep emotional traumas or if they've undergone a series of very very unfortunate turmoil but the bad thing about taking ayahuasca and any sort of other plant medicine or <clears throat> any sort of tools or resources you use for self-help is that there is a level of not wanting to take responsibility and hoping something external, something outside of you will help you get through it. And as much as it is great that these things can help you, um, they are just a tool. They are just, um, <clears throat> I would say like they, the foundation of your personal healing, your personal growth is based on you. You, there is a sense of responsibility you do have to take on your own. And then you can use other resources and tools to help you out, but it's best you don't 
um, how should I say it, rely on it. And that tends to happen a lot when people <clears throat> go into spirituality or start taking on a lot of self-help information is that they tend to kind of lose their own personal power and extend it by using all these other resources. But if these other resources were not available to them, they would be completely crippled. And that's not what we want at all. Another way... <clears throat> oh, geez. I'm so sorry for this episode. It's been all over the place, especially with my throat and my emails. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I cannot do anything about it right now at the moment with my throat. Um... So now moving on, I do want to touch on some of the more spiritual aspects of how spirituality can become very toxic. And this is also, again, through my own personal experiences and also looking at everybody else around me and how, spirit, uh, and how spirituality has become toxic. Um, number 10 would be, in terms of spirituality, it's like you start to find meaning in everything, even the things that don't really aren't just not that deep. Right. And we try to find meaning in it. For example, uh, there was a while where I was like, OK, well, if my boyfriend or if my ex and I argue, then that is that is the universe trying to show me that we aren't good together and we should break up. Do you see how that could potentially become toxic and a bad way of thinking? Um, or or I can give you a really simple example. Um, if, <clears throat> if it rains today, then that means that, you know, that means that it, it's, I don't know, it was meant to be that I was supposed to stay at home. It, <clears throat> I'm trying to find... Um, I'm trying to find examples, but it's, there's none really that comes up to mind right now. But I feel like I'm hoping that by giving you these two really simple examples, you guys do understand what I mean, where like you start to be more of a passenger in your life and or you start to become really, really specific and almost a little bit too um, <clears throat> specific in terms of what how you understand life and how you see life right and as humans we are naturally meaning making machines <laughs> so we like to put place meanings on everything we like to make everything mean something because that in a way is sort of how humans remain sane in their lives right if we have no meaning in anything we do and anything we think about then what is the point kind of but at the same time, there is an extent to that where you then start to overdo it and you place meaning on everything, even on the things that don't require meaning. <clears throat> and sometimes placing meanings on things that are very, very just surface level and does not require meaning can backfire on you and can, um, I guess, deter you from making certain decisions and taking your own power back and making decisions on your own because when you are hoping to find meaning in everything, you are hoping that there's something outside of you that's trying to make decisions for you when in reality, that's not always the case. <clears throat> and we can do a separate episode about, you know, 
how do you how do you make sure that something that you're finding meaning in is actually right in the moment and how it can possibly become toxic um, but that's a that's a discussion for a whole nother episode because it's going to be a long long discussion <clears throat> another way that spirituality can become toxic is that you start to not listen to yourself and you start to not trust yourself on a lot of things because you rely so much on the teachers or the gurus that you are listening to and <clears throat> receiving content from. Pretty much you lose the sense of ability to discern anything for yourself. You may start relying on tarot cards for a lot of your personal readings about your future or about your relationship or your future relationship status, right? <clears throat> you might start um, going to psychics or mystics and wanting them to tell you about you know, what the future holds for you or what was in your past life, who you were in a past life. You, st you may start relying a lot on crystals to help, help you feel safe or help you feel more abundant. You may even buy a pendulum and only make decisions based on what the pendulum tells you to do. I mean, these are all fun, interesting and wonderful tools and resources to use right again it all comes down to finding that balance where you're not just relying solely on any of these things to step in and make decisions for you because if you do that you will not be again practicing your self-trust muscle and you will slowly begin to lose trust for yourself and worst case scenario, what happens if a tarot reading tells you to break up with your ex and really your ex was just going through a rough patch and things would have worked out anyways without going to a tarot reader. But here you have broken up with your ex. You know what I mean? So um, the ability to discern is very, very important when it comes to spirituality. And um, sometimes you get swept away with all the mystical and the uh, la la land kind of <clears throat> ideas about certain things and I'm not here to I don't know trash spirituality or anything like that because clearly I'm a spiritual person but I do have to say you have to be careful and <clears throat> you really have to watch your back sometimes um, in terms of you know what you're relying on and what you're hoping to get out of with these tools and with these resources Number 12 is that in spirituality, a lot of times we, when we have our own epiphanies about certain things or when we, when something really, really resonates to our core, there is a sense of wanting other people to see it from our perspective and wanting other people to validate it and approve it and understand it and say, oh, good job for noticing this or good job. Thank you for telling me about this because now my life has transformed because of you there's this <clears throat> ego aspect in spirituality that is very uh it will kind of creep up on you if you're not really observant of it and that is when the toxicity comes in because then you feel like you are qualified or you are right in your own way to force it upon others to accept what you currently accept 
For example, and I'm not sure if I talked about this in my previous episodes, but when I was going through my spiritual awakening, I learned so many things, so many things about myself, about life, about relationships, about people. And I thought I knew everything because I have this newfound information. Oh gosh, I really hate how my throat just like clogs up as soon as I start recording my podcast. I don't know why that happens. Maybe my throat is very anxious about it. <laughs> um, ah, there you go. This could be exactly it. Like I could say that the reason why my throat is like clogging up every time I record a podcast is because I think that this means that my throat doesn't actually want me to record a podcast because it's uncomfortable recording a podcast. And I could I could say that is true, that, that I could place a meaning on it and say that is true and just stop recording. But obviously, I'm not going to because you don't put meaning on everything that requires, that supposedly requires meaning. Because <clears throat> some people put meanings on things because they want to avoid it. Sorry, that was a huge tangent there, but... Um, what I meant to say for number 12, um, was that when I was with my ex and I I have those, I had all these newfound information, I started to like try to teach him about it or I would tell him, oh, what you're thinking about this situation is completely wrong and here's why and let me tell you what's actually true. And so from my perspective, I kept thinking that everything I learned and everything I now knew is was the ultimate truth and that everybody else and what everybody else thought was not real or was not right and I wouldn't accept their version of their truth and that is not what spirituality is spirituality is all-inclusive there is no right or wrong in spirituality there's only you and your personal perception which is most most of the time flawed because we think we are separate beings from one another when really we're not. So if someone else has a different perspective than you or someone has a different understanding of the world around you, that's just another way to look at life. It's not necessarily wrong and you're not necessarily right. But what I was doing was I was trying to force my ex at the time to accept what I've learned, to accept my knowledge, to accept my point of view. And that just didn't cut it for him. And we went, we had a lot of back and forth conversation to the point where I could tell he was slowly starting to get really resentful of me. And there was a point where he would make fun of me for my spiritual aspect because I was putting, I was making him feel like shit for just being him. And so something you really do have to be careful of is that when you become enlightened in some way or when you learn something new or even this could this could even apply apply to self-development right like if you learn something really really important and interesting and it's made a positive change into your life it's great to share it with other people but if they don't want it and they don't care for it, if they don't need it in their life, they don't need to be transformed like the way you have transformed, then that is okay. And you have to accept that you cannot force it onto somebody else because that is not right. And if you were to think about how somebody else would do that to you, that would not be right either. Really make sure you are setting boundaries and you respect other people's boundaries in, in this respect. Uh, number 13, how spirituality can 
become toxic is that you start to lose your sense of the real world because you become so um, caught up in your internal and your mental dialogue that a lot of the times you forget you are living in a 3D reality and that everything here is tangible and what you have here this is what you need to accept about your life. I've seen so many instances where people get really caught up in the spiritual aspect of life and the intangible and they start to live their life almost denying and pretending that their real life here on earth doesn't exist and maybe it's very hard for you to understand this if you're not a spiritual person but this is like a form of bypassing pretty much when you start to deny your current reality and you start to project or envision a separate reality that is not here and that's how some people honestly that is how some people can go down that spiritual rabbit hole and end up in a psych ward or or some sort of institution because spirituality is not about escaping from where you currently are it's not about living some sort of untangible world somewhere else in this dimension it's learning to be able to accept where you are in the present moment in this reality on planet earth as a human being and learning to use your internal capabilities that are untangible to bring your current life into a i guess beautiful more beautiful or more expansive place so it's it's hard to tell you like I can't just say don't lose yourself f- to the intangible from the real world but that is something that does happen and you have to be very very self-aware to catch yourself and not to accidentally lose yourself in spirituality number 14 is not very I guess spiritual spiritually dominant but I'm just saying this as I guess, a generalization for both self-development and spirituality and how it can become toxic is that people get scammed really easily (laughs) because there's so little um, online, um, I guess, rules about how to be, how to be careful and I think I'm go- I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to do a separate episode about how to discern uh, how to work on your discerning skills because I think a lot of people lack this and therefore that's why people get scammed but spirituality and self-development can be toxic because there are people out there who uses these platforms their platforms in the I guess in the spirit of spirituality and in the spirit of self-help and self-development that they'll use it to scam people out of money. Because when you think about it, people who end up in self-help or self-development or even spirituality are usually people who are searching for more in life or there's something about where they are right now in their current life or how they feel about themselves in the current moment that is not enough which is why they feel like they constantly need to be working on themselves or they constantly need be they constantly need to be learning about the next thing or they constantly need to be ascending in some way and moving forward in some way because what ultimately 
what ultimately they feel in their hearts is that they are not enough and there's more they can do and that's in their power to do and that's why they seek spirituality and that's why they seek self-help but um when you are in that place of like feeling not enough when you are in the place of not knowing where you currently are at or if you feel like where you're at right now is can can be better um, you're almost in a place of desperation of wanting to get out of where you are right now. Like when you really think about it, cause I, when I think about all the shit that I went through, like, you know, I bought a fucking course on manifestation in the beginning of my spiritual awakening and I probably used it like two, three times and then I stopped using it. And I, and then I was like looking at, it's like later on, I was looking at a bunch of other courses and I realized that i pretty much got scammed like the amount of money that I spent on that fucking program was not even close to the number of or like the value of that program actually brought into my life I mean again I do take some responsibility I was not as consistent as I should have been within the program but also realize that like there are so many people that will try to scam you and Um, especially in on TikTok like if you're on TikTok a lot a lot of the tarot card readers I don't know if they're scams but they will they will there will be scam accounts that will take your money and tell you hey like I can give you a free reading or like I can give you a reading but you just have to give me blah 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 information getting scammed doesn't mean that you're getting scammed away your money it could be you're getting scammed away your personal information So that's something you really have to look out for and be careful of. And I think the last thing I do want to mention in terms of how spirituality or how self-help can become toxic is that sometimes we, we put, we almost put all our eggs in our basket, in this one basket, and we are hoping and praying and just like wishing that this tool or this resource that we're using right now will help us completely transform and change our lives in some sort of magnificent magnificent way but when we don't or but when we and when we keep practicing these tools that we've now used and they haven't created any big shifts or changes in our lives we start to become very very hopeless And we start to think, you know, what's the point in all of this? Like, what is the point in life? Or what is the point if I have to keep working so hard day and night just to be just to be the bare minimum again and and again every single day? Like, am I ever going to make it to that point where I want to see myself? And this hopelessness comes from the fact that we are also all very, very impatient with ourselves we tend to not want to wait we we as humans we always want to see you know the next day results like we we think that if we put in some effort and some time into something that things will create change and you have what you have to understand and realize is that change does not happen overnight as much as we want it to and change takes a lot of practice and a lot of patience and a lot of self-compassion and if you are constantly beating yourself up saying to yourself oh i'm not learning enough or oh i'm not healing enough or oh i'm not 
I don't know, somehow transforming my life enough and rewiring and undoing all my subconscious beliefs and my personal limitations. What the fuck is the point of everything? It's because you're not being patient enough with yourself. And unfortunately, I cannot give you a timeline for when you will actually make it or if you will actually make it. But the thing that is kind of one of the reasons why I see the purpose of life is, is that life here on earth is a lesson. It's a school. That's why the school of life, the school of earth. And in my personal understanding and my personal belief about spirituality is that we came here as souls incarnate, incarnated into human beings because we are here to learn lessons. We are here to learn ultimate lessons in order for us to expand our mind, expand our heart, and help the universe expand itself. And all of that requires practice. It, all of that requires patience with yourself. And if you think about how a child, an infant, for example, and they are slowly growing up and learning how to run, learning how to walk, you cannot possibly get an infant to start running the second they are born. That does just simply does not work. Anatomy tells you that that does not work. Gro- like biological growth tells you that does not work. It's the same thing with you wanting to become a better version of yourself, wanting to embody the most, not even the best version of yourself, because I feel like sometimes all we want is the best version of ourselves and we cannot accept who we are now. But if you truly want to embody the fullest version of yourself, and be happy with it and be satisfied with her. You have to give her some time. You have to give her enough time to, number one, undo all the bullshit she had to endure and and all the bullshit that she learned throughout her most formative years from when she was younger. You have to give her time to heal those parts of her that she's now undoing. You have to give her time to realize who she is now and what is she, what she is all about. And you have to give her time to now step into this new version of herself, this new and better or more smarter or more funnier or more outgoing version of herself because it's outside of her comfort zone. It's outside of what she's she knew her whole life. All of this takes practice and patience and it, This is the foundation of what you have to give yourself in order to make any sort of personal transformation, whether that be spirituality or self-help or self-development. So let's move on to some points about how you can kind of avoid (laughs) falling into the self-improvement and self-improvement trap or the spiritual hole. Number one, I would say is that you have to remind yourself that healing and learning is always going to be an ongoing process and that it will last a lifetime, but inherently you are always whole, okay? So even though you are doing all these things to constantly work on yourself, at the basis of all of that, it does not mean that you are not enough. So it... I'm trying to I'm trying to give you like a visualization and this might sound kind of weird but um 
let's just say, let's just say you were a block of Legos, right? (laughs) This is so stupid. You're a block of Legos and maybe you're already three blocks of Legos. Like what forms you as a human is you are three blocks of Legos right now, right? And so you are a solid piece by yourself, but you have different parts to you, right? These three pieces, but you're a solid piece when you are connected together, right? And self-help and self-development and spirituality is just adding another block onto you, adding another Lego piece onto you. So now you become four blocks and then you become five blocks, but ultimately you are whole already. You are, you are already a whole Lego piece on your own. And this is probably the most stupidest example (laughs) I've given, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say is like, Yes, the process of learning new things, yes, the process of becoming a better version of yourself never seems to end and you will notice that it will never seem to end because every day that you're learning something new, every day that you're healing something within you, you are expanding and creating and building onto a different aspect of yourself. And as humans, we are, although we we seem like very dense and... um. Uh, yeah we seem like a very dense body but there is so many internal aspects of ourselves that we have not ever explored we haven't yet realized on our own um and that is the beauty of life right that is the beauty of wanting to do this work and wanting to practice these things that you're learning because it's a fun adventure every time you get to see a little glimpse of another part of you that you didn't know existed. And so, friendly reminder, you are already whole and that even though the process of learning and healing seems like it never ends, that is kind of the point of what life is all about. And you get to choose and decide when you want to stop. Like there's no one pushing you and forcing you to do it. And as much as society, as much as it feels like society is pushing you and like trying to urge you to do all these things, you get to make the decision. And it is at the end of the day, your life. So really, you're the only one giving anybody else power to control you. And if you don't want to be controlled anymore, you don't have to listen to the outside voices. Number two is... You have to learn how to practice discernment if you want to avoid falling into the spiritual loophole or the self-development trap. You have to practice discernment. And I wish I could teach you it in this episode, but obviously I don't have enough time. But I think practicing discernment really also comes from your experience, right? Your experience with some some awful consequences maybe you've had to face or discernment could be just learning to observe what's happened in other people's lives and how that can also apply to yours and learn from their mistakes. Um, of course, now my phone decides to go off. Great. Um, okay, I don't know how to mute this. God damn it. I'm sorry, you guys. My, this, this episode is definitely not one of my better ones. Um, And number three is realize that sometimes paid content and free content that you find on social media 
is okay what okay i'm just trying to figure out how i'm gonna say this okay so there's a lot of people will provide free content online and that's wonderful and that's amazing and thank god for that free content and you probably learned so much and you probably think that oh my gosh with this free content i can learn more and i want to learn more let me go buy the paid content and i've done my fair share of buying online content and getting paid content and i can tell you for a fact that free content sometimes is actually better than paid content and not only that but paid content is more tailored towards your personal needs and your personal goals and your personal issues right so unless your issue or unless the problem in your life is so severe that you just cannot or you have no discernment at all of how to even begin to tackle it then I do think that you paying and getting paid content would be a good way to learn more or a good way to actually make concrete changes in your life but if you are someone who already knows a lot about yourself and you just need that extra boost and just like that extra knowledge to kind of help you reframe or see things differently free content is all that you need you do not need to spend ten thousand dollars on a retreat or five thousand dollars on a freaking course like that is uh, and this is of course a projection of my own judgment but as i to me that's just absurd um but you know again like what what you need is different from what I need and I've gone through my own personal development journey long enough to realize that most of the time the free content is really all I need and I don't actually have to fork out a bajillion dollars to receive better or more tailorized content because I can tailor it in the way myself because I know myself enough to know what I'm looking for. Um, Another way that will help you avoid the self-development trap and spiritual hole is that, again, I think I talked about this in my previous points above, but um, you have to learn how to pick and choose what you are retaining and what you are absorbing online, right? And you get to pick and choose what kind of teachers or gurus you are learning from i need you to stop hoarding content and it's funny that i'm saying this but honestly people do that and i bet you anything that you know someone in your life that hoards content (laughs) and it, it sounds really weird i know i know but i used to be the type of person that i would hoard content i would hoard a bunch of teachers and when i say hoard i mean like i would follow like 30 40 spiritual teachers all at once on my instagram account and every day that was the only thing i ever listened to that was the only thing i would ever watch and again these teachers were all teaching very different things and i became a complete fucking mess because i did not realize that everybody taught something different in such different ways and some things just didn't resonate and i was forcing myself to to like accept it even though obviously i didn't resonate with it i need you to stop hoarding information too because your mind can only process so much at a time 
And if you feel like, because I know this was definitely something that I was struggling with, where I would read every day and I would force myself to read like a book every month. And it got to the point where like, if I didn't read and if I wasn't learning something or um, if I didn't buy a book or whatever, even though I wasn't even going to get to it until next month, I would go insane and I would be so hung up on it. And that is not healthy and that is not right. So the information is always going to be out there. You do not need to hoard information. And the teachers that are meant to be in your life and are meant to find you and you're meant to find them, they will always be in your life. There is no need to hoard any of that, okay? So slow down, focus on like if there is a few teachers that you really, really resonate with, just follow those few teachers and not try to overdo it and overwhelm yourself with all these things. And number five kind of relates to number four is that you just really need to keep things simple. Do not overcomplicate everything and do not read into everything because not everything is that deep. And it's very hard because sometimes it's the meaning that keeps us going. It's the purpose that keeps us going. But in some ways, if if the only reason why you are enjoying your life right now or you are okay with your life right now is because you're constantly chasing this purpose that you'll eventually get to. That's not exactly the best way to go about it because what happens if you get to the end and you realize there is no purpose with anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I think it's really, really important to always try to keep everything in your life as simple as possible. Try to not overcomplicate it. And you can do this simply by not listening to your ego mind. Not always latching on to every single thought that runs in your mind because all the times that I've latched onto a thought that runs in my mind, I overcomplicated things because I latched onto that thought. And if you don't already know and you haven't heard my first few episodes already, I talk about how our ego minds are always chattering in the background and it's rooted in a lot of fear, bad experiences, trauma, emotional turmoil or emotional um, disease and these thoughts will always create something within us that will ultimately make us feel like this is not enough or we need to do more or there's more to achieve and that's that's great if you want to advance in life but there is there is a healthy balance to that where there are moments where you have to be you have to take control and say to your brain like hey I already read a book this month. Next month, maybe, maybe I just don't have to read another book. Just to give myself a break from reading so much and trying to absorb so many things. Maybe I, I can just actually give myself a break for a month and that will be okay and I will be fine. And it doesn't mean that I'm going backwards and it doesn't mean that I will never go forwards, but it just means that this is where I'm at right now, right? Number six is... um. You have to allow others to be on their own timeline and give them the opportunity to decide what they want to learn and what they want to absorb. And again, this is kind of relating to the points that I made before where I talked about how 
self-help and spirituality, it's very, very personal based, right? It's very personal to who you are and what you're going through in life right now. And it's very different from another person that may have a similar situation, but is definitely not experiencing life the same way you are. And the last thing you want to do is force other people to be on the same timeline as you or compare yourself to other people's timelines or force them to absorb and learn what you're learning right now even though it does not even apply to their own life right it comes back to realizing that yes you have to respect your own boundaries but more importantly you also have to respect other people's boundaries and what they're willing and capable of receiving at the moment and lastly In order to kind of avoid falling into that self-help, self-development, spiritual trap is you really need to start learning how to connect with yourself. Ultimately, all these other external things are great tools and resources. Again, like I've said it like a bajillion times, they are great, but they ultimately are external from you and they can only create so much change. Because all the real change that needs to be done and all the real change that will have lasting effects are internal and are from within. And if you're using a lot of these external things to either distract you or numb you or help you deny certain things about yourself and your life, you're not going to actually have any great lasting changes. And, And it doesn't, it only backfires and it only does the opposite of really what you want it to do. Ultimately, when it comes down to self-help and self-development and spirituality, the interconnected part of all these things is your connection with yourself. And connection with yourself looks like mindfulness practices. And mindfulness practices looks like meditation. It looks like journaling. It looks like walking out in nature. It looks like I don't know, keeping a video diary of yourself, keeping an audio diary of yourself. So you know yourself best, you know yourself, you know what the best way to connect with yourself is. And these are just some examples of how you can connect with yourself. But the most important thing you have to realize is that when I say connection with yourself and mindfulness practice, it means that you are giving yourself enough time to be alone at times. And You're not always relying on other people or other things outside of you to help you feel better about yourself or help you get through something. Ultimately, you need to learn how to pick yourself back up. You need to help yourself how to move through certain hard parts in your life. And I'm not saying that you can't have help and I'm not saying that it's not good to have help when you do need help, but I'm saying that Until you can learn to really fully connect with just yourself by yourself, everything else is secondary. And I can guarantee you, because I feel like this way in my life at the moment, is like I am so connected to myself now that it doesn't matter how hard life gets. It doesn't matter how many obstacles and challenges come my way. I still feel shitty in the moment, yes, and I still struggle, yes, but ultimately I can trust myself and know deep down that whatever it is, I will get through it because I'm so connected with myself that I will never let myself just give up. I will never let myself just become defeated. 
because I love myself so much and I, I know I have that potential within me that can help me move forward. And we are coming to the end of our um, episode. I do want to give you guys some, you know, last minute, um, just a few words, I guess, to end off this episode. And just to say, you know, self-help and spirituality, they are they are so important when it comes to personal growth and transformation and liberation from our old wounds and patterns and limiting beliefs. And the best way to do those things, of course, is practicing mindfulness because mindfulness is crucial with all things. But there is a fine line between healthy doses of wanting to become a better person and using these tools and then overdoing it and making it very overly complicated. At the end of the day, you should always listen to your body. You should listen to yourself because at the end, you always will know what is right for you. Maybe you're kind of unsure right now, which is why you need to put in that practice to kind of build that self-trust muscle. But I can guarantee you at the end, your soul, your heart knows exactly what is right for you and exactly what resonates with you and realize that everybody's paths look different and what works for you may not work for somebody else and that is okay. And what works for somebody else may not work for you. And that is also okay. So before I end it off completely, I do want to say, you know, if you are someone that receives a lot of um, fulfillment by watching or reading or listening to self-help or self-development or spiritual content, I really urge you to start reflecting and asking yourself ultimately what each of these sources of content is doing for you? How is it creating or expanding or changing your life? Do you feel like these these con- this content that you are absorbing and learning from, do you feel like they are actually building you up? Or do you feel overwhelmed by it? Or does it make you feel guilty that you're not doing enough work on yourself? Because if it's the latter, latter and you feel like the amount of information you're observing and you are absorbing is too much and overwhelming or if you decide to take a day off and you feel extremely extremely guilty about yourself for not learning something new or not working on yourself somehow that is when you need to reevaluate like okay maybe I need to tone it down a bit maybe I don't need to follow this many teachers maybe my own peaceful method how to get back to myself is really just to watch Netflix you know, it's it's self-development and spirituality is not as complicated as we make it. And it's, it doesn't need to be in that much volume all at once. We can break it down and we can pick and choose what we want. And we can, I just, I just want to give you the, I guess, the reassurance and to tell you that it is okay if you don't want to work on yourself every single fucking day. That does not mean that you're not, that does not mean that you don't want to be a better person if you don't work on yourself every day, okay? And that also doesn't mean that if you don't work on yourself every single day, it does not mean that you're never going to see success. It does not mean that you're never going to find love. It does not mean that you're never going to be happy again, okay? So that's, I'm giving you that right now. And I just want to end off here by saying that because I think, 
it's there's just we're just in such a we're in a generation where there is an over amount of stimulation and it's just so unhealthy if we do not know how to build these boundaries set these boundaries for ourselves and for the people around us if you really enjoyed this episode please 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 give me a like give me five stars if you want and send it to whoever you think would benefit from listening to this episode I do want to mention that my next episode will be about what not to do after a breakup or heartbreak and that's going to be a whole nother interesting conversation in itself and again I did say what not to do because I feel like most people know what to do but not a lot of people know not what not to do and you're gonna be I think you might just be surprised by some of the things I'll mention in that episode so make sure you stay tuned for next Wednesday and I will see you guys then bye